So let's get started. Um, we're here at Rusty Tanton's house with Dwayne Moody and Jen Brock and Tony Ventry and here at Bonk. And my name is Tony Simon. And, and we're going to drink. And Rusty is sitting at the table as well. And we're going to drink um, wonderful, wonderful macro brewed beer for the summer season <laughs> that has all been infused with some sort of lime flavoring. Um, and let's just get started. We've got four today to do, and the first one is Miller Chill. Um, you call this a vertical tasting, Tony? Uh, I would call it, no, because technically a vertical is uh, multiple years of the same beer. And this is and enough. this is multiple beers in the same style. style. So this is a pretty standard. Uh, There's no way we'd be able to get multiple years. But good as hell. <laughs> These might be multiple years of Miller Chill. Could be, could be. <laughs> What's the born holiday? It's only been out, it's only been out for a year. So. I don't think they do that. So Miller Chill came out about a year ago, and it's been Miller's most successful new product launch in the history of ever. And <laughs> so successful that the next one of the next beers, uh, Bud Light Lime, um, just came out a couple of weeks ago, and it's being pushed behind a thirty-five million dollar marketing campaign. Yeah, and to try to compete with Miller Chill. And they initially released it right for the Latino market in like Arizona, Texas, Florida, California. Um, we had it here pretty pretty early on, and, and I remember seeing it around. Around. So, so yeah, we just discovered that. Um, if when you look at it. The head went away kind of quickly for a light beer. Usually they've got more head, but um, it's really pale, kind of straw colored, like your typical white American lager. What do you guys smell? It doesn't smell like beer, really. It smells like a Mexican beet. <laughs> they smell different than beaches and They do, they smell more Mexican. <laughs> the podcast just got really racist. <laughs> no, it doesn't, it doesn't smell like beer to me. Maybe, it, well, you know how, like, a Corona smells really nasty, and then you put the lime in there, and it's like, oh, I could probably drink that. It kind of smells a little like that to me, I think. Yeah, a lot of people think that's why the lime became popular, because Corona is so disgusting on its own. It really it is. Yeah, all the people that, that tell me that Corona is their favorite beer, I always ask if they've ever had it without a lime. The answer is no. I've got a couple of Coronas in the fridge if you want them. Oh, I should have brought my lime, too. That is tempting, I'd like to taste a Corona <laughs> that was made with actual hops, because in a clear bottle like that, and in such sunny areas... It would be so disgusting. They use like sunlight stabilized hop extract oils. <laughs> that much. I always question any beer that comes in a clear bottle. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you can smell lime in here. Um, I breathe it in my nose. I smell a lot of corn too. To give like, you a visual here, we all have our noses in the bottles I and the glasses. I smell the corn. It's a little, a little thin. It tastes like a drink for children. Mm. Maybe like that's why I like, like, like a Capri Sun that's gone bad. Yeah. Mm. Or like, like Dad was napping and some little rascal came up and like squirted his Capri Sun into his strobes or something. His strobes. And then Dad woke, woke up and was like, "What in the goddamn hell? <laughs> I should call and get a beer made like this." Wow. So Wayne, well, you have uh, this in your warm. fridge stocked regularly. Um, no, actually, I have never, ever <laughs> bought it before this week. But I did buy a 12-pack, and I have been enjoying it. <laughs> what do you like about it? I don't know. Like, I mean, I guess I get bored with beer because I drink so much that <laughs> I have to, like, switch it up every once in a while. And uh, I don't know. I had this recently, like, at a friend's house and was like, oh, it's kind of, I don't know. Like, when I drink beer, I want it to, like, quench my thirst at the same time, which I don't know if it's supposed to do that. But this one kind of does. Like, it really... 
you feel like you're drinking a drink too, and then I guess like six or seven in, you're like, "Ooh, I got a buzz." I like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good times. <laughs> no, they claim that it's beer uh, with lime and salt. Do you guys taste the salt? No salt no. taste no, to it taste whatsoever. In fact. I barely taste the beer. Well, be see, they're careful because they say inspired by a Mexican recipe with lime and salt. But that sort of gets them out of having to actually put lime or salt in it. It's true. It was inspired by a recipe by a guy watching TV about, and it was a TV show about lime and salt. And I mean, I, it just tastes kind of, it has a kind of malt liquory kind of taste. It really it. tastes mm. like if you took all the sugar out of a Mike's Hard Lemonade, mm. it'd kind of be like, it's yeah. kind of like the unsweet tea. It's like every shitty malt liquor I've to, to Mike's Hard Lemonade sweet tea. One of the things that they were talking about on this um, Miller blog, which is Brew Brewblog.com, Brewblog uh, that's the, the that sort of outreach effort that Mil the Miller brewers are making. And it's a little bit objective, but now and then they're like, so here's how Miller did it. I remember they mentioned on the Brew Blog about Miller Chill that this was not Miller Lite with some other shit in it. This is uh, from the ground up, supposedly. I, conveniently, Garrett, I have the printout right in front of me. And it says, um, <laughs> they have these quotes on brewblog.com from, um, where is it? Uh, beer Business Daily. The problem is a subscription to Beer Business Daily is $440. So I just have to go with the pull quotes that are on the blog. But they said, um, here's from the issue. Uh, this isn't a blog entry that's... Because it's produced by Miller, they're basically skewering Anheuser-Busch because Bud Light Lime is not actually Bud Light, which we'll get to. Uh, but then they have to full, full disclosure of their own, and it says, um, perhaps the most challenging and most time-consuming part of the project was developing the recipe that required the brewery creating an entirely new beer that was low in calories and carbs. Then it had to strike the right balance of flavors. Quote, Miller Chill utilizes a unique low-calorie, low-carbohydrate recipe specifically to complement the Shalada-style concept says David Ryder, Vice President of Brewing and Research and Quality at Miller. The recipe lends itself to the light, refreshing concept complemented by the lime top note. So, uh, they note here at the end, that's why it's not called Miller Light uh, Chill. It's just called Miller Chill. Got it. What would a top note be? Uh, more in the, in, the, in the initial, when you take it in, rather than an aftertaste? I think it's a marketing phrase so that when... Uh, <laughs> your target Miller Chill demographic drinks this, they're like... Man, I got dang old lime up in there. Top note. <laughs> I'm not sure their target demographic reads the industry trade publications. In the first That's day, why they can fully disclose it here. My guess is their target audience is uh, college girls. They, no, they no, 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 no. Actually, interesting you say that. They've said that they marketed this directly to uh, Lati the Latino population and males. They did a full analysis of the black and green colors on here. The commercials are... Uh, I have to say, I really like it's the... It's all a guy's voice in the commercials. I like something. the way that the bottle looks. I mean, I really like the labels and everything. And I have to say, the, probably the reason why I like drinking it is because it doesn't have a bad aftertaste. Or any aftertaste. Right. Because, mm -hmm. uh, uh, I mean, that's where they would have really failed, is with a bad aftertaste. It still kind of leaves a feel in your mouth, though. After yeah, but not like a gross feeling. That's pretty gross to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you said. It's pretty gross you to me. You know what? I would actually say it has a salty aftertaste. You can kind of taste the salt bit. in the aftertaste. And that it leaves yeah. your mouth really dry. <laughs> and thirsty for more? Yeah, you have to have another. Diabolical. Which I am having another. Washes down the lucky strike. So Garrett came up with a, uh, a rating system for these. Tell right. Us about it. So um, we're gonna, I think we're going to try and rate each of these beers. And it's, it's pretty... You know, subjective, but uh, the scale we're going to give it either zero, it's on a scale of zero to five Zimas. 
And, <laughs> but it's it's sort of the opposite of what you would think. Zero Zimas would be like a good <laughs> beer. Zero, okay. Zero Zimas like, it shouldn't be. Right. Zero Zimas is your favorite beer. Uh, and, and that might not work for you, Dwayne. No, I'm not, this is not my favorite beer. I'm saying I just, I can see myself that if I drink this a lot, I get really tired of it. Right. I can see that. Dwayne's going to give it five Zimas because he likes Zima. <laughs> I don't like Zima, actually. It's funny that you say that because Zima actually came to mind when I when I first drank this. Yeah, it tastes kind of weird. It has a, it's like with a, with a, with a lemon uh, Jolly Rancher. Mm-hmm. When it warms up, it smells really sugary, like really sweet. Well, Zima's got that, uh, that, that, I don't think you're supposed to I'm clearly I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> but it, I mean, it is. I mean, that's it gives you get more of a you get a completely different profile of, of the beer when it's when it's a little bit warmer, as Dwayne said. Yes, I'm saying like I'm a full believer in I've had it warm and I've had it cold and I would only drink it cold. Like I won't drink it hot. It's not good. Hmm. Only a few beers I can say that are all right when they're warm though. Very few. But this one's one of those ones that even like even the last couple sips, if it's because like you can kind of power through a. A light beer if it's hot, but this one, like I would, I'd be like, ah, just leave that on the bar, get it, get another one. All right, so my my impression as far as a rating scale is concerned is that it's still it still tastes like beer, or it still tastes like they're trying to make it taste like beer. Beerish. Right. So yeah. I would give it, I would give it more on like the two to two and a half scale. It's not a wine cooler. It's not a Zima. Um, you know, because a Zima obviously doesn't taste anything like beer. Yeah, it's not meant so. to. I would say two, two and a half. You guys agree with that assessment? I'd go up to three. Yeah. I, I, I think it leans a little more to the malt liquor-y kind of taste. Just because of its terribleness, taste. maybe? Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> that might be it. I mean, it might strictly be the terribleness. Well, I think it's definitely one of those things, though, that if you don't like malt beverages, you probably wouldn't like it. Yeah. That's a fair, I think that's I a fair think assessment. I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with four Zimas on this because there's really only a couple more steps you can take for me anyway to just make it sure. undrinkable. Yeah, Jen and Tommy? Uh, I'll probably go more towards the two. Okay. But uh, I'm, I'm more of a light beer drinker, so. Right. You know, we might have a composite score of three then. I yeah, and yeah, three, three, I would three say more two because the fact that it, like, if it's more light beer, mm-hmm. I mean, it, as far as light goes, this is really light. It's yeah. not, not heavy at all. And I've got I've got to make like a little rating thing with like little bottles of Zima. <laughs> three of them or five of them or zero. That'll so, work. Yeah. I say three by reserve. I'm right to change it when I taste the other one. Yeah. There might be yeah. something that would totally change. We can come back and then edit it. It'll be like we give this one four Zimas. <laughs> <laughs> we can hit that lady with the gun. <laughs> Please press four Zimas. <laughs> by the way, um, it's gotten hot. I'm, I'm drinking the cold one. <laughs> I like I said, I don't like it hot. It's not good. Uh, and I've not had Bud Light Lime, so I'm nervous, actually. But well, we're going to skip uh, right to the, the Bud Light Lime, really, because there is kind of a, an industry uh, battle royale going on between Bud Light Lime and Miller Chill. And apparently, it, I guess Bud Light Lime just came out a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah. Supposedly to compete directly with Miller Chill in there. Anheuser-Busch put a huge, massive marketing campaign behind it, um, and but it is, it's, it is interesting to note um, in this entry that um, it's not actually Bud Light in here. From the brew blog that we have, uh, let's see, the quote here is, regarding Bud Light Lime, he, a brewmaster cited by Beer Business Daily, said that, quote, it's not possible to tell precisely what the base is, base it, wait, what the base is, although we have a guess or two, not an exact match to any other beer, via what we know from routine market sampling, but it ain't Bud Light as they have very different, quote, hopping schemes. Um, oh. 
Doug Lohman, AB's Group VP of Brewing Operations and Technology, aka Chief Brewer, told Beer Business Daily, we formulated for max refreshment and interaction with lime. It has Bud Light bones. Other than that, Harry, brewmasters don't share their secrets. So um, That's kind of like a fuck you. <laughs> wow, this is very different than the chill. Very much smells of lime, and it's worse. It smells lime. It smells like... Skunky beer and lime. Ooh. And Tony, did they just admit that there are bones in this beer? <laughs> <laughs> the bones of actual Mexican children. That's what gives it a lot of oh. Well, if, if, you, if you held them to it, you know, they would probably say, like, icing glasses and fosters and Guinness and all that, that it's a fining agent to improve clarity. It is a good well, so, marketing yeah. standpoint, this has a clear bottle versus the green bottle. Bad bottle. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but they're both yeah. terrible. Yeah. 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 terrible. I think he just nailed it. Like, it does taste yeah. like a bad vodka gimlet. Well, and that's an interesting point, Russ, because uh, I have read stuff about Miller Chill being marketed directly to men, mm -hmm. and there may be a play there in the green bottle to uh, clear bottle. Make it more masculine? Yeah. There aren't a whole lot of manly beers that come in clear bottles. Newcastle. Yeah. There aren't a lot of manly beers with pictures of an actual lime on the bottle. <laughs> this uh, logo on here also looks like the Nike Swoosh. That's Hold true. That's true. And it really, it, it says BL. Lime yeah, what's on, that on about? the main mark here, which it's blind, blind, blind. Because you know what? In this in this world, fast-paced world, you don't have time to say the whole thing. Just fucking give it an acronym. Remember, we were talking about that ten minutes ago. Give it an acronym, BL. I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, this is like soda. I mean, it's like. Well, it's yeah. like it's like you. It, I would I would literally think if if you squeeze maybe a whole lime in a cup of beer, yeah. it would That's taste I mean, at least, this. At least yeah. in the Miller, once the lime fades, you get a little bit of a malt finish where you're like, okay, it's beer with a bunch of crap in it. Mm -hmm. This is just like sour. Maybe it's it's like, like a somebody squeezed if they made a lime. Yeah. 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 Ice lime. And it's like overwhelming. The lime is overwhelming. Mm -hmm. It's like Coke with lime. Almost too much lime. Oh, you know, it does, it does remind me of the Diet Coke with lime. And that they might be using whatever lime analog. I would think that. they are because, like, have you ever noticed when you drink a Coke with lime, it has like a. I always joke and say that it tastes like it has vodka in it without any of the benefits of vodka being in it. It's kind of like, oh god, it's got vodka in it, like yeah. a lot, but I'm not getting anything from it. That's kind of what it tastes like. Maybe like a vodka gimlet with too much vodka. Lime. Yeah. No, with too much lime. Too much lime. Because yeah. a gimlet like, has to be I mean, perfectly balanced. Otherwise, it's less sucks. beer. Yeah, absolutely. I could at least sort of taste the beer in the last one a little after you know you got past four layers of crap. <laughs> uh, this. So you're not going to get any uh, buzz on this ship whatsoever, because I'll say that the, of the two, you know, if we're talking, because to be in reality, these are the two that are going to go head to head. I mean, these are yeah. um, well, they're the direct competitors, as Tony said. Right, and and I think of of all of the beers we're tasting today, if there's going to be well, the tequila might be a little different. But if there's going to be we one that, that. that's still on the market, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think it's going to be the Miller Chill. Absolutely. I, uh, I, yeah. Like I said, I mean, I'd like the Miller Chill. The Bud Light Lime or BL Lime, I don't think I'd buy that. This is terrible. This is labeling. Yeah, this looks like, I mean, honestly, you said that this was in response to the Chill. Well, I, you know, they say that Anheuser-Busch claims that this is a project that's been in the work for two years. Um, and they may have been having discussions about getting into this vertical for two years uh, but clearly the uh, the amount of energy that they put it behind it this season is in response to how successful Miller Chill yeah, was exactly. last year. It's like anything else they have investors and they say 
look what's happening over here. It's you know, it's like Grand Theft Auto. Everybody made a Grand Theft Auto game after they waited for them to be successful, mm -hmm. and they said, "Let's do something like that." And I'm, I'm sure that the, the product of the same. It's kind even of more watered down than usual, but yeah. like it tastes too. It's like a limeade. Yeah, it's not good, and it's got like a really harsh aftertaste. It's funny being someone. You know, Tommy got a lot more experience with this, but being someone who's um, attended some, you know, gourmet connoisseur beer type events and had listened to people and tried to learn the, the um, how, to, how to really assess uh, uh, the merits of a beer. I don't really find that there's much for me to assess. Like there's not a lot of commonalities mm -hmm. to where I can say that, that, that you know, it's like this or the other. Um, I don't even know if you've got the style guidelines there. Well, the problem is, is that there's, there's fruit and vegetable beers in the back. Um, and what you you have to judge those based on the base beer, and the base beer here is style one A light American lager. Right. Um, and I guess technically, this fits the style of a light American lager, um, which is pretty much nothing. <laughs> aroma, little to no malt aroma, although it can be grainy, sweet, or corn-like. Hop aroma may range from none to a light, spicy, or floral hop presence. Low levels I'm of yeast character. Here. Right. Yeah. Low, le low levels of yeast character are optional. Yeah, I mean, I don't. The color's right, very pale straw to pale yellow. Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of yeast in there. No, it's just saying, put the lime in there. It's almost like they just took a Bud Light and said, put as much lime in there as possible too, you can taste it, and then throw that in some lime. But honestly, I don't even, I mean, Bud Light does have a taste to a distinctive taste. If I tasted Bud Light, I'd say, yeah, that's Bud I can Light. tell the difference between yeah. Bud Light and Miller Light. Right, Definitely. so I don't think this tastes like Bud Light. No, it does not. It, um, I mean, it's like they yeah, took the lime and overpowered everything right. about Bud it Light. It tastes like a Bud Light that's been sitting on the windowsill for three hours and they poured some water right. and lime in it. It doesn't have, like, like skunky beer taste. It's not like... But it smells like a skunky beer if you smell it. Yeah. It smells skunky with lime trying to cover it up. And I think that what the morning Jen... after party. I think what, what Jen said is, like, it, it really... If you look at the label, it looked like they threw this together at the last minute. Like it was like, oh, quick, we gotta get something out. No, they've, got, they've got an art department and and uh, and this is full. lame. This is uh, if that's what they came up with. That's really lame. You know, they're, and this is actually the worst beer that I think that I've had since I've had it. But it's like their B E. Do you remember? B -E? Yeah. The, no, it, it's, not, it's not yeah. B E. It's B to the E. Oh, B to the E. Yeah. Right. <laughs> It really, oh, no, it really is. Did that. Yeah, no, it was, it's B to the E. Like, right. Yeah, the E is in the it's superscript. It's, yeah. ener it's energy. Yeah. It's Budweiser with the energy in the E. Well, I asked, that, that, that was part of their marketing square. campaign was it was B to the E. It was supposed to be like okay. hip-hop and whatever. And yeah. It was really just grody. Okay, so my guess with this, <laughs> bad, but with, with, this um, <laughs> with the, the packaging design here, my guess would be that this is designed to be versatile so that if they wanted to come out with other flavors, you do a different color here and a different fruit they, here. They do that label for but regular Bud Light with it's you know the the dark bottle, but it's red, blue, and red. And I agree with you though, Garrett. It does look like that, but I also agree with you that it to me it kind of looks like an afterthought. It looks like well, yeah. we already have this like laid on the wings. Bud Lights. So. Take mine. It's probably the fact that it's clear that <laughs> makes it more obvious that yeah. you know that it's lacking in. But you know. A clear bottle is just terrible for maintaining the taste of a, of a beer over. Good thing there's no beer in here. You don't have to say, like, I'm the only one that's really kind of drank all the way down. Yeah, man. And you're, it's, you're uh, a great sport, Dwight. Right? It is, it is, it's, it's, it's actually getting worse. Like, so, from a brand standpoint, I'm guessing fours and fives from everybody? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Although, I do have to say, I just looked at this. I don't know how much percent the Miller Chill is, but the Bud Light Lime is 4.2. 
That's within. That's, about right. that's what Bud Light would be. Yeah. Yeah. And Light. I thought Bud Light was like a two point five. Yeah. yeah, it's not in Utah. It's three two, but it's uh, no. It's I think it's, I think the, 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 we can do our look it up, but it's. Four, I had no idea. Like I've always thought it was two point five because that's why I always go for like higher. I, so. I think you're about seventy five percent off. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I'm going to stick with, <laughs> saying with it was four. Like four because there's still, like, room to be offensive. Sure. Like, well, there's still and I'm Zima. Not, and I'm not right? truly offended. Like, no, it's not as offensive as a yeah, Zima. Like, like, if, if you put a Zima down in front of me, I would go for this, even though I said right. I wouldn't go for this. There's some chili beers and some other crap that I've had. Where but it's would just you say that stuff. the Miller Chill and the Bud Light Lime are only one Zima apart? Uh, yeah, I think so, because mm. they're both sort of trending, because they both have... have Dane to put the word beer on their bottle, uh, which is like, you know, so that's, it's, I think I can, I can be talked into switching my vote, my vote for Miller, Miller from four to three. So yeah. <laughs> well, we're on three for Miller anyway, right, right, right. so you might, that might push up like two. No, I was going to say going after taking the, tasting the, the Bud Light Lime after the chill, like you realize how much better the chill is actually. Right. No. Uh, Lime. That might just be you. Let me, let me cleanse my. So four, so we got fours. I mean, anyone, uh, anyone going all the way to five? I, I think you need, to save, you need to save a five for something that's yeah. that's like like awful. You know, that's like Hitler this. beer. You know, well, the, if, if the five is yeah. the is the penultimate. You are a Zima. <laughs> like it, it needs to taste like a Zima. Ooh, we got yeah. it. <laughs> I think the five is on the horizon. <laughs> oh I just God! Smell, what is that? I just smelled it. You know, aggressively. Okay, I'm sorry. You're supposed to smell this. We're gonna split this door. So next up, we've got the Michelob Ultra. It doesn't even. It's which is also yeah, an Anheuser-Busch product, and it's their lime cactus. Oh, I'm sorry, beer flavor. I had originally oh, yeah, hoped to yeah. do the, the blue Here, I'll just drink this. You drink that. Oh, that's fine. Rising He's not going to drink all spring. that. No, no. If I, I happen to like it, then... Sorry, I'm talking. Say that again. No, this is Dwayne's show. What are you saying, Dwayne? <laughs> I was talking like to that. It smells like pine salt. Don't be like that, Tony Simon. Pine straw? Pine salt? Pine salt. Once more, it feel like. So Garrett was nice enough to bring this over, uh, and this is described as a refreshing light pilsner with beer, wait, light pilsner beer with a hint of fruit. Lime cactus has an exotic fruity aroma, sure to quench your thirst and satiate your senses. <laughs> a perfect balance for flavorful <laughs> ethnic foods. What? Wow, they really lay on this. <laughs> but even better with friends. It really show. smells like a Emphasis cleaner. Emphasis mine on yeah. flavorful ethnic foods. Right, they really lay on the ethnic. Like, if you just start with just the smell, this smells like a cleaner. Yeah. This smells like a cleaner. It's not. Okay. It smells like the cheapest ass champagne you've ever bought. <laughs> Wait, no, then you step a step down. Yeah. The color is pretty much exactly the same. Yeah, they're all pretty much the same color. Oh, yeah. It's got a pronounced, um... Fruity cleaner? Wow. The taste no, is not what I expected. Pleasant, but don't drink this aroma? <laughs> Clorox wipes with lime. Yes. Yeah. Clorox shellado wipes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All I know is that the taste is grody. <laughs> Maybe it's the cactus. You know, I gotta say, there's not any more flavor there than the Blood Lime. Mm-hmm. Not any more beer characteristics or anything like that. But it's less offensive. It is less. It's offensive, less, the finish it? isn't as harsh. Mm-hmm. It's less tangy and um, yeah. But it's the taste, it's right. It it's less offensive, but as a beer, I think it's more. Offen- I mean, it's not a beer. I, I don't it know. is the least beer-like of the three. Right. I yeah. yeah, I think that's our rating scale, right? I, yeah, um, and, but I also agree that it's less offensive than the Bud Light. But there are a lot of terrible beers that are more beer than this. Yeah, 
Absolutely. You guys re realize what's going to happen? Where Takiza is going to come in here and steal the show. <laughs> they might. This you is know. so good. <laughs> oh, by the end. I still like the chill. <laughs> I don't know. This is like, I couldn't drink this. It's too fruity. Too, and, it's, and not in a good way. Like in a really bad way. Yeah, I wouldn't drink this. Like I would rather drink, like so far, I would rather drink the Bud Light Lime than this. And I'd rather drink the chill than the Bud Light Lime. This just doesn't taste good to me. Yeah. Nor me. And I don't... There was some, there was some flavor in the Bud Light Lime, though, that I would, I would rather drink this because it's, it's even less there. I can just... Mm -hmm. I, I agree with that. The problem with this, though, is that I would convince myself I'm drinking soda and I would have, like, 35 of <laughs> Yeah, it does. It's, See you guys later! <laughs> it does. It's kind of... My liver just jumps out. like a soda, or I have to um, admit that because my wife's not a beer drinker, but she does like to hang out on the beach and drink, I've sampled some of the Smirnoff Ice and Bacardi Silver and all those ones that they do that are like seven different flavors. Um, and this, the flavor in this uh, tastes a lot like the flavor they put in like the Smirnoff Ice, apple and raspberry and all that. So that's true. That's to me though, the thing about those though is they really, if they're trying to nail an apple flavor, they fucking nailed it. It well, tastes like a Jelly Rancher. It's really, if that's what you want, you got it. And they would get five Zimas on that because it's... Because it's like it's, a Zima. That's, but this is saying that it's still a beer, but it's not. Yeah, at what <laughs> point does it not become a, is it not a beer? Well, this is interesting because, um, you know, I mentioned how successful uh, the Miller Chill launch has been. And Anheuser-Busch's most successful launch prior to when Miller came out with Chill was Michelob Ultra. When they released that one as their when Atkins was at its peak and they come out with this low carb beer, um, and I'm sure their marketing research has yielded that people who drink Michelob Ultra don't don't necessarily you know concern themselves with flavor all that much. They drink it because of the because it tastes like water because they've got hot yeah, people water. in the commercials and there's low low carbs. Wait, so there's, there's, there's rock climbing people in the commercials. Exactly. Like the, the, well, the, there's people that rollerblade on their lunch breaks. When I think rollerblading, I think Michelob Ultra. Or like the scooter people at. Uh, <laughs> so that but using right. that thinking for them to then branch out into other flavors they don't really have to concern themselves based on what I can only assume their marketing research is yielded they don't have to concern themselves with maintaining any sort of beer character because their core audience already has proven that they don't care about it yeah because if I mean even the name to me Michelob Ultra just says Lime Cat well, I mean, well, the name Michelob Ultra before you even get to the lime cactus, because I've had Michelob Ultra. You're, it just says you don't want a beer that tastes like beer. Tastes well, yeah, like when you read the name, beer. you're saying, "Wait, you're telling me it's like Michelob, but like more Michelobi? <laughs> it's Ultra Michelob?" You guys are like, "Shit, I'm in trouble." You're like, "No, no," and then you get to lime cactus, and you're like, "Fuck me, <laughs> this is all we've got." Have you ever seen a lime cactus? Well, I, mean, um, they, I think <laughs> they, <laughs> a lime colored cactus, maybe. No, you want to watch out because it'll sting you, and then it'll sting. <laughs> Stingers with citric acid dripping off the end. <laughs> that actually sounds like Somebody some kind of should write a history well, of like how limes and cacti were associated. Yeah. I mean, well, that's just probably the first. Yeah. I you think. Know, I mean, the, the original it's just a lime association of, of lime and cactus. It totally is bleeding. Uh, a margarita. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I can and I can kind of like when we get the tequila, obviously we'll taste that quite a bit more. But I can kind of feel the cat taste the where they're trying to do the cactus thing. See, I thought like honestly, like I can't taste the cactus, but I honestly the whole cact the cactus thing for me 
it, like, cause you, cause if, cause Tony read the back of the box and it was talking about how it wants to quench your thirst. And that, like, for me, maybe I'm just, I think too much, but I thought cactus, they're never thirsty, quench your thirst. Maybe it was more like a marketing thing mm. instead of not necessarily, it tastes like cactus, but more in the, in the realm of, is that well, it's all, it's, it's all a marketing thing, but I, I, because I, that's what I thought of when I saw it in the store. Actually, my initial take was cactus, not thirsty. Like I didn't that. really think we would hear someone say in this podcast, "You can't really taste the cactus." <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never actually eaten cactus, but I've had those margaritas <laughs> that they have the agave where it's supposed to taste cactusy, yeah. and it, I mean it's it's a different taste. I mean, yeah. Yeah. All right, Rusty. This is a great segue, so let's rate, well, let's rate the ultra. Rusty, rating on the uh, ultra? I'm going to go four and a half. Um, I, 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 I'm going to have to withhold that five until I get something that truly assaults my senses. But, uh, <laughs> and this doesn't truly assault my senses, but uh, it's, it's pretty close. <laughs> Wayne? Um, I, I, like I said, I... It gets worse, and the after flavor is gross. And I mean, I would rate this definitely the worst out of the out of the three we've tasted. I would. So definitely. for you, what's that like a two? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> or is it a five because you like Zima? I don't like Zima. Why are you? This is like why are you to me? What is that supposed to mean, Garrett? I'm saying it's like a gay stereotype. That's not. Yeah, because gays drink Zima. That's that's totally why. In fact, if you go in a gay bar, it's nothing but like different flavors of Zima. <laughs> In fact, we've got a bar called Zima. <laughs> no, <laughs> we don't drink Zima. I just learned so much. That's why Tony's saying <laughs> that. You saying. Tony's a bigot. No, I don't. Damn it, clearly, Tony. clearly. That's what happens in Smyrna. It rubs off on you. Oh, come on. Um, <laughs> All right. Throw some I would say four and a half. I would, go with, I would say four and a half. Yeah. It's so Zima-ish, you know. Sure. It's the closest to Zima that we've tasted. Yeah. Like, uh, definitely. If I was in I the mean, desert, and the choice is between this and eating the cactus, I would be tempted to eat the cactus. I give it a 4.5. <laughs> 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 Very nice. Yes. I think that's the money quote right there. And I'm a four, four and a half, I think, four. sounds. I think that's good. I'm still drinking it. Can we actually take yeah. a, a break real quick and hit the restroom? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. What do you mean, chugging three beers? Dwayne was talking about how... I know, I was uh, giving you a point to start back up. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. He was talking about how he, he couldn't taste the cactus, and then the, maybe yeah. that was a marketing thing about thirst and cacti. Cactus aside. So next up, we have tequiza. Beer with blue agave nectar. <laughs> nectar. <laughs> and well, the natural that, flavor of Well, wine. that brings up the, the, the question, if uh, it's got blue nectar in it, Blue agave nectar, uh, is it gonna come into play when they because we've just barely over harvested the blue agave. Who knows how they who knows how the FDA defines blue agave nectar? Maybe they may not, and it might just be a drop per barrel. Mm, right. <laughs> it could be 
nectar and blue agave could be the color that Anheuser-Busch got approved for. Right. They went to Sherman Williams, and one of those colors was blue agave. Nectar. <laughs> maybe, maybe they get a guy named Agave, and they they, yeah. they take his neck kerchief, and he's and sad. They squeeze the sweat. Out. <laughs> they squeeze the tar out. <laughs> so I also just noticed that we have three Anheuser Busch products and one Miller product. I wanted to get that Coors one, but then you had it. So these have all poured really fizzy, but then like the head kind of goes away. This one, the head retains a little bit. This does. one doesn't have an offensive smell either. It smells all right. This has been around for a while, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been out for years. 1999. My parents used to buy this. So this beer is nine years old. Actually, Not this beer, but this, like, brand of beer. Oh, was this born on... To Anheuser-Busch's credit, you know, the Born on Dating, I think, is awesome, and I wish more craft brewers would do it. I understand why they don't, because then they have stories saying, you got to take this back, and they can't afford that, but... Anyway. Well, and if there's any... The story terrible. If there's any beer that I would give a little bit of leeway to, as far as it's you know not 110 oh. or whatever, crap. Yeah. This is not good at all. So there's actually um, I'm it just, tastes like a cinnamon. Is, it's yeah. as good a time as any. You said you said 99. So I'm a senior in high school, and um, I had just I don't remember how it happened. I, was, I think I was working at the CVS and I found somebody's ID or something, and I went down to the BP uh, on Holcomb Bridge at Spalding in Norcross. And the, the BP there was, had been known to be very loose with the selling of alcohol. So I actually bought Tequiza within like a month or two of when it came out and then hid the warm six pack in my parents' garage or my garage uh, and then uh, got busted. My sister turned me in and I got busted. The only time I got th- that I had alcohol in, in high school, I got busted with the undrunk six pack of warm Tequiza. Ew. Damn. Well, there's a reason why you didn't drink it because it tasted yeah. like cinnamon. <laughs> yeah, your parents, if your parents confiscated that, then you they, you actually, they did you a favor. Yeah, they actually yeah, they, they, they actually saved you from the well. Yeah, but it's thinking, I mean, <laughs> really I, was, bad I was 17 years old, uh, so I probably would have been fine with whatever. I mean, I don't know. When you were uh, yeah, actually, I drank some Zima when I was 16. I didn't sure. give a shit. You know, yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah, if you get whatever fucked up when you're young, it doesn't matter. Oh yeah, bottles of James Peach. Whatever. So I think I would have been all right, maybe. Except at 17, I would have been like, wow, that tastes a lot like tequila. Because no. the name <laughs> says, the name tells you so. Right. I don't know, I was a beer nerd even when I was 14. I don't want you guys wrong. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't taste any hops in there. This would be better if there was actual tequila in it. This would be better would if it, it wasn't though? in front of me. Have you ever had a, a beer with tequila? Maybe they covertly no, marketed but is there it any as tequila a here? We can try vehicle out. for tequila. You know what we should do to kind well, of like kids will think of this on their own. Just do tequila. Like, <laughs> they did that in their lab, and they're like, "We can't do this on our own." They'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised. I mean, that they, they could call it tequila that the the FDA or whoever. And what would you call a drink that was tequila and tequila? Tequila. 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 Just call it like Montezuma. I think they put the agave plant on here because some people don't know that that's not a marijuana plant. And then well, the way they drew it, it looks almost like a marijuana plant if you look at it. No. No, I'm talking about the leaf. Just... No, it looks like an okay, aloe. Well. <laughs> it looks like an aloe plant. More like a cat. It does look like aloe. 
I tell people that the agave is the big like cartoon cactus with the arms. <laughs> I don't think that is. Yeah, they just, just it's like just like Vermont. They stick the spigot in the side at the bottom, <laughs> and they get the agave nectar. And you get tequila actually. Tequila comes out, and you have to filter out the nectar. If you've never been to Mexico, all of the cactuses are full of tequila. I think I mean like just looking at the bottle though, there's way too much description. It's like beer with blue agave nectar and the natural flavor of lime. Like, well, I mean, they're they're answering the question. Uh, what, what the fuck, fuck is tequiza? What the, hell? What the yeah. fuck is tequiza? Well, yeah. it's beer with blue agave nectar and natural flavored lime. Take a breath. <laughs> so, how does this one rate? I mean, you guys all like this one just as little as you liked the last one. No, this one's worse because yeah, it's, it's worse. that cinnamon flavor. I don't like. Where does that come from? Like, I can taste cinnamon. Like, it's not good. Yeah, I think it gets four and a half. Uh, Zima's just like the the, the Michelob Ultra. I would rather drink the Michelob Ultra than this. You give him this You're five. five. Yeah. I would say four point seven five because uh, I. Something left. No. Oh, they get five. Well, no, like, <laughs> well, no, like I would honestly, I would say probably four point seven five because, like you said, we're not ready to hit. Zima. I, I need a real Zima. assault on the senses to hit a five, and this is an assault on the senses, but. It's not a holocaust. But it's one I can recover. <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah. not a Nazi occupation of the senses. <laughs> yeah. So basically, it, 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 it it's basically not the first time by. Hitler's Russia campaign. <laughs> of, the, of the senses. <laughs> of the senses. <laughs> a hunt of the senses? <laughs> uh, oh, this is not good at all. Why do I keep drinking it? It's pretty it? bad. It's cold and it's in a beer bottle and it's in front of you, so I think that's probably why you keep drinking it. See, the thing is, though, <laughs> if we're drinking it. But if we sound like we're getting progressively drunker, we're not. Yeah. No, I don't think I am, but I'm no. not like because I've drank all the beers. Y'all are like, as far as I'm concerned, it's still booze. <laughs> this one though is the absolute worst. I I will not finish that. It's but at least with hard liquor, like you know, you, you drink more of it and you don't have a problem drinking even this, the worst of stuff. I don't and think this, that would be the case you know, with tequila. I think it would be just as bad. Every you, everyone right. would be like, I gotta get through it. And yet you've been picking it up and drinking it this whole time. <laughs> well, because I'm trying to give it an, oh, this like terrible. a really subjective. Opinion here. I'm trying to really tell you what I think. Does anybody watch Futurama? Yes. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of when they visit the Slurm factory. Yes. <laughs> and he finds out what the Slurm's made of, and he's like, oh! It's awful. It's <laughs> coming out of her butt. And, and he's, he's like, and I need more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Slurm. <laughs> I, so this uh, cacti angel. Four and a half Slurms. <laughs> <laughs> you should do Slurms instead of Zimas. That would be better. It's a little more esoteric. I don't know if, <laughs> if the audience is really gonna, you know, get well, a slurm reference. Maybe also. Well, it seems like Miller Chill ran away with it. Yay! Well, <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing yeah. four point seven five on the tequila. I'm think. telling you though, the yeah. chill. Like I had it before I came, and I mean, after tasting all the alternatives. I mean, if there's one thing that Bud and Miller have taught us, it's that the the best product isn't necessarily going to be the one that stays on the market. And, and it becomes popular, so who knows? Yeah, I mean... Maybe it's the green bottle that does it. Yeah, because <laughs> if you look possible. loud, there's a lot of clearness going on. Well, for Jaquiza, they rounds it from 99. Someone's been buying it. Moms, Well, too. yeah, don't... Oh, moms. <laughs> Soccer moms. <laughs> I always have clear bottles, except for yeah. Miller. Right. Spring break happens every year. <laughs> you know what I did see, though? Um, Miller Chill and Bud Light are both available in 12-packs now. Uh, Miller Chill's in cans now. And in cans, which, that's got to be awful. No, I saw that, too, but if... If it stays cold, though, I think you'd be all right. Yeah. If you like, drink it in a walk-in freezer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, if you had it in a cooler, 
Like you had it in a cooler and you're beside like the lake or whatever and it's ice cold. Because I know that if you not that camp- drink by the lake, well, remember? Oh yeah. Shit, I know. I blocked <laughs> no, no sunlight uh, hits the hits it when it's in a can, so it may be a totally different flavor. Might be better. That's true. Yeah. Heineken in cans is no, actually is not bad. terrible, but Heineken in bottles is no Heineken. Bad. Oh, I can't drink it. It's so disgusting. It. I mean, like I thought actually when I first tasted Heineken that it was supposed to be skunky like that. <laughs> so I think a lot of people do. <laughs> I think as a wrap up, we had, you know, we started with the Miller Show. We maybe should have ended with that because yeah. I, don't know that uh, I think that our our senses would actually be happier with us right now. Than right. <clears throat> Bud Light Lime. Bud Light Lime was just nothing special. Probably. Hopefully not going to stay on the market. But. Definitely the blandest, I think. Of, uh, I think yeah. it was too much lime, too. It was like an over... Yeah, I don't know about bland. It was sour. Just, there was so it was much really overpowering. It was trying... Yeah, it was really overcompensating. Yeah. Like, I think they were overcompensating. They're just... Lime. It's beer by committee, right? They're just like, hey, do that thing that Miller's doing. Put right? a shit ton of fucking lime in it. Right. That's what it sounds... That's what it... <laughs> and they're going to spend more to market it than, you know, like a... A, a microbrewery spends oh, on actually cactus. making beer. Right, yeah. Uh, the warm. The speaking of the cactus, the Miller Lite, uh, the Michelob Ultra that is lime cactus, ended up with a four point five rating. Which is awful. <laughs> it just doesn't get better. It gets worse as you go on. To Even you. though you can't taste the cactus. Right. You cannot taste the cactus. It should be noted that Jen is dipping her pretzels in whatever. Yeah. So I was this looking forward to tasting a Michelob cactus. Ultra is better than the tequila. Lena, if you smell, if you smell, smell this, doesn't it smell like a Fruit Loop? Dwayne's yeah, holding up his beer, like by the way. Out of the bottle. It tastes like it's Dwayne's holding a bowl of Fruit Loops, by the way. Doesn't it smell like Fruit Loops? <laughs> <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> and, then, and then we rounded up the uh, like we rounded up the the <laughs> rating session with uh, Tequiza, which For earned our, our highest <laughs> score. Of, Sick burn of four point seven five Zimas. Cinnamony and. I didn't taste the cinnamon. The cinnamon is taste it again it's and like gross. really like I really hadn't planned on it. <laughs> you're like I don't want to. <laughs> no, I tasted the cinnamon. No, and it does like, let it in, let it in, let the cinnamon in. That's the agave, you guys. God. <laughs> it's weird though how tequila doesn't taste. Oh, I got this. I just got the cinnamon. Your face. You're like I'm gonna say that it's taste again. It has a and it's got a really awful appetite. Well, I'm really glad that uh, we spent Wednesday night doing this. I can picture myself getting drunk on tequila, 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 and really, no, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, like I'm saying, if I was to get drunk on all of these, or some of them, or one, like, pick, like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get drunk on Miller Chill, or I'm going to get drunk on the Club Ultra, like, one of them. If I got drunk on tequila, I could picture myself being really sick, and, like, vomiting, and, like, being really <laughs> grossed out the next day, and, like, that. like, that would be the one where I was like, oh, why did I do this? I'd be pretty I surly eat. the whole time I was drinking well, yeah. <laughs> I like that you said surly because that is exactly what I would be feeling. I'd be like, why are we drinking this? <laughs> well, because, yeah, you're kind of like, it's tequila. It's grody. <laughs> I would say if I went to a company picnic and this and they just had <laughs> and they just had and they just had one beer, I would hope it would be the Miller Show. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'll go with that. Well, you know we that if you go to your company picnic, they're going to be like, we got a whole cooler of tequila back there. Yeah. <laughs> that's, when you, that's when you look for a new job. <laughs> <laughs> well, my job, they don't drink. They don't do that. So. If I went to a summer wedding and they had all four of these beers, ice cold, I would drink bourbon. <laughs> and you would not, you would in take your flask, back the gift that you got the uh, bride and groom. I'd well. siphon the gasoline out of my 
<laughs> so you really didn't like me. Well, You'd rather guys. give up your esophageal lining than have to actually drink a Miller Chill. I think we, we want to we want to thank um, Tony for providing the sample beers and Rusty for the the podcasting uh, uh, equipment and locale. We'll do it again with something equally as gross. <laughs> <laughs>